Welcome to the Chad Cargill ACT Test Prep Podcast, coming to you from the Ollie Ray Ranch in Choctaw, Oklahoma. It's great to be with you for episode 27, eight places where you can find mentorship for your test prep and scholarship journey. My goal is to give practical tips to help you increase ACT scores, qualify for college, and win those much needed scholarships. We'll talk colleges, careers, and most of all, test taking strategies and tips. Everyone needs mentors in life. Certainly, in the pursuit of test prep, scholarships, and careers, we do as well. In this episode, I'm going to give you some specific places where you can look for that mentorship. And we'll also talk about why that is so important. Well, as you know from the intro of this podcast, I say I'm coming to you from the Ollie Ray Ranch. Well, it's really not some large ranch. I live on a 20-acre farm. And uh, I have eight kids, and the kids love to be able to work on the farm and and to do things here. But when we purchased this, it was a pretty involved purchase. There was a lot of things that had to happen, and uh, it it, uh, wasn't just, you know, like I knew all of the legal side and what to do. And so I hired a realtor, and our realtor... Uh, Seth Bullard was amazing. I would recommend him to anyone. He's at Keller Williams in uh, Edmond, Oklahoma. But uh, Seth was great, and uh, he helped us a bunch. And I think in the end, not only did it help me emotionally, it helped me financially. And recently, I completed my taxes. And when we did our taxes, I used our CPA. Richard Andill has been our accountant for years and years and does a great job. And why did I use him? Because, well, it gives me peace of mind. And I think in the long run, it saves me money. But I knew with their help, it would be better. And when you go through the process of all of this scholarship stuff and the testing, it can be overwhelming. So today, I want to give you eight great mentors that you can lean on to help you through this process. Now, some of these are going to be pretty obvious. I don't want to mislead you from the beginning of this episode that, you know, I'm I'm about to give you seven of the eight you've never heard of, and and you're going to say, oh my gosh, that's just revolutionary. But sometimes I think it's important that people tell us what's in front of us, what's available, and remind us to use that. Because there really are some great resources out there, and we need to make sure that we're taking advantage of those. So let's start going through the eight, and uh, hopefully you're going to gain a little bit out of this. The number one mentor that you should lean on to help you through this process is none other than your high school counselor. Now, in my job, where I travel to high schools every day working with students, I'm constantly visiting with counselors all around the country. Look, I'm a huge defender of the counselors because I, I only see a little piece of it, but man, they do so much. Now, if you ever complain about your high school counselor, you're going to find I have a tendency to defend the counselor. They do so much. They've got too many students to support and they're having to do a million different roles. My high school counselor, I loved her. Mrs. Eden was great. And I'll tell you one thing about our relationship. She never wondered where I was because I always found her. I wanted to know what she knew about scholarships. I wanted to know every day, is there anything new, anything I need to be doing? You've got to build that relationship with her. Lean on her. Let her mentor you. And you've got to remember that a counselor has a lot of students to support in a lot of roles. 
And so she can't go find all the students. And so, you know, I, I never wanted to be that high school student who said, well, she didn't tell me about that scholarship. I did not want that to be me. And so I made it my responsibility to go to her. I wanted to take my own accountability for that. And I, I think that, you know, a lot of students, you're, you're going to need to do that. You're going to need to make it your priority to where your counselor doesn't have to come find you. And I, I think parents, you know, we want to depend on those counselors to help us. And we need to first, we have to understand they've got, again, a million things that they're doing. And the paperwork load of counselors is incredible. But the counselors have to know what your concerns are. And I think Really, they're a great group of people who want to help. So parents, we've got to go talk to them and let them know your concerns and questions. And I know I may be getting on a little soapbox here, but hey, one of the best things you can do, stay off social media. If you have an issue or a question for your counselor, go talk to her. Go ask her that question. And usually that will be the best approach rather than the social media approach. High school counselors, that is the number one place you're going to find mentorship in this because you're probably not going to ask a question that she hasn't heard of or she wouldn't know someone to talk to to be able to help you. So lean on the counselors. Uh, talk to them. They are a great resource. Now, the second mentors that you should lean on in your college prep, your scholarships, all of that, the second group is your teachers. I, I think this is an interesting discussion in that a lot of students, they only think, or parents only think, that the counselors can give information on scholarships and colleges. But that is certainly not the case, and the teachers are a great resource as well. One thing I have, uh, I, I share when I do faculty training workshops is I do a segment called Best in Class, and I've considered doing an entire podcast episode over that uh, segment where I travel around the country, I see things I really like, and I, I love to share those uh, with the staffs to say, hey, this is what that high school does that I thought was really great. You may want to consider that. One thing I've seen at multiple high schools is where the teachers have their degrees posted outside their rooms. I like it where it's, shows the college they attended and the degree for all the levels, bachelor's, master's, whatever. And when you see that, you're like, oh my gosh, she went there and wow, he has those degrees. And it's, uh, it's just a great way to let students know hey, they didn't magically just show up there. But I find that the teachers love to help students with a lot of these questions. They love to talk about the college journey and, and trying to get there and the test scores and scholarships. And I think we should depend on them, lean on them. They're great mentors for this. The third group are the tech center counselors. Here in Oklahoma, we have our regional tech centers where high school students can go to the uh, tech centers during maybe half a day or whatever. Different states will have this organized in different ways. But each of the tech centers will have counselors who engage with the students to help them on career paths. And certainly test prep can be part of that as well. The tech center counselors do an outstanding job of helping students. It's crucial, though, that students and parents engage with those counselors. If you're a parent listening to this, 
You may be thinking, oh, that's the old Votech. Well, you don't want to go there. It's so different than the perception that you have. And, you know, I, I don't know why it got so skewed all those years ago, but the tech centers have amazing programs. Here's what I want you to do. If you're a parent that has uh, the Votech mentality of yesteryear, I want you to call that counselor at your local tech center and ask if she will give you a quick tour of the programs there. And I'm just going to tell you, when you go see their pre-nursing program, you see their pre-engineering program. Oh, oh man, listen, when she walks you down to the, uh, uh, the automobile shop, listen, you at some of these tech centers, you will see certified technicians graduating out of those tech centers and their training takes place in a shop that is nicer than many dealerships. You will not believe what you will see and the instruction you can get at your local tech center. So you need to go see it. And these are great mentors because these tech center counselors, they have a great grasp of the job market, of the placement that they're getting for their students who come out of there, whether that is, like I said, in the pre-engineering program, getting to the university level, or whether it's cosmetology that you learn there, um, the culinary arts, there are great programs, great jobs, and it's something that students should definitely consider. Number four, on the list of mentors that everyone needs to help through this process is the college admissions and scholarship offices. Now, I know that you perceive the university sends that rep to the high school, and that's all that rep is really interested in is just coming there and getting that student to campus. But what I find, and you'll find as well, is that if you talk to them and you get to know them a little bit, they love students and they love helping students. That's probably why they work that job. And they love to help parents as well. So it's important that you use that resource to help mentor you through this crazy maze that you're going where you really don't know what to do. Get online, pull up the colleges that are local to you and find the rep that is assigned to your high school or your region. Then call that rep. I'm telling you, if you'll just call that rep, leave a message if you don't get an answer, introduce yourself and just simply say, hey, I'm interested in you know, trying to get to college and I'm gonna need some scholarships to do that and I'm interested in going to your college and I'd love to just meet with you. Would it be possible to get a 15-minute appointment at, you know, whenever's convenient for you? If you will do that, they will be blown away. And that's what they want to do. They want to help people. And that's a great way that you can be mentored and learn about what they know. And you can just say to them, hey, um, what kind of things are you seeing from your applicants that you really like? Or what kind of scholarships are some of your students receiving that maybe I should know about? Or have you heard of any, you know, local scholarships as you travel around that, you know, I should probably apply for? And, you know, you can even ask questions about the interviews. And, um, you know, some of these reps are even on the scholarship committees. And you can just ask them, hey, what are you seeing in the winners that made you want to name, you know, him the winner or her the winner or whatever? So use the college admissions and scholarship offices as mentors. Number five, this is one that you may not have considered. Great mentors in this journey 
are business leaders, local business leaders. But here's the key. Look for those that are involved in scholarships and community programs. Let me explain. If your school hosts a, an awards assembly at the end of the year where they honor the seniors and they give away the scholarships, if a business leader comes and awards a scholarship, that's the person you want to talk to. Why? Because she didn't come there and give a scholarship just to be doing. She loves students. She loves helping students. That's probably why she's there. So my advice would be to reach out to that person. A simple thank you. Hey, thank you for coming to our high school and doing that. That's incredible. Wow, I know that's going to help, you know, the Jones family. They're friends of ours. And I uh, just, man, I'm, I just was so thankful that you came. But hey, I would, I would love to just talk to you a little bit about you know, my daughter's going to try to get there as well. And she's going to try to get to college. And boy, I would just love to talk to you a little bit about any advice you might have or anything that you might be able to tell her that and me that might help us through this process. And what you'll find is these business leaders, they love to help people. That's why they were there. And you should talk to them and allow them to help mentor you. Locally, we have the Oklahoma City Community Foundation. They come to my kids' high school, Christian Heritage Academy, and give awards uh, each year. And that would be another one. That would be a great organization to reach out to. That person that comes to the high school every year and does that, man, uh, he would be a great person to talk to. Tell me about the Oklahoma City Community Foundation and tell me what kind of things that you look at in scholarships and what kind of things do you think career-wise and what are you hearing and what, what, could, what should I be doing? Those are great mentors. Those are the kind of people that you would love to surround yourself with who can really help. So look for business leaders and community leaders who come to the high school and award scholarships. They're great people to reach out to for mentorship. Number six, fellow parents. Okay, this one, I know a lot of people will go, yeah, that's obvious. Of course, I'm going to talk to other parents. But I want to take just a little bit of a different approach here. And I want to think about from a homeschool perspective, why are homeschoolers so effective at this? And the reason why is because typically we have influencers in the homeschool community. You're going to have influencers. You're going to have people who everyone starts to really respect. And it's what does she think and how is she handling this? And we can work with other parents and lean onto their parents to be mentors or guides in this. Now, I want to just pause for a minute and and just say again, I, I referenced this earlier and I don't want to get off on the rant again, but man, social media is dangerous. And if all we do is we become a group of complainers or a group of gripers, you know, that, that really is not going to be effective to help us get through this process. There will be frustrations. It's difficult. There's a lot of things we got to figure out as we go. This, this is why I love the book QBQ by John Miller. It's one of the most influential books I've ever read. But in, instead of saying, why does this happen to me? Or, you know, why, you know, what are we doing here? It's, it's more questions of what can I do to improve this? Or how can I make this better? And it always puts it back to personal accountability. It's the question behind the question. But I think we can depend on fellow parents 
and we can join together and we can find those influencers and try to build on that community. And if we do that, then we're able to identify mentors in this process. So more so than just saying, oh, they don't ever tell us this or they don't, more so than that, maybe we can develop relationships as parents that are positive, that are trying to improve and guide each other through this difficult maze of scholarships and careers and test prep and all that. Now that leads into number seven. And as you can see, as I've gone through these, a lot of these are really simple. A lot of these are things you may be doing already anyway, but they're definitely a lot of things out there and a lot of resources that we have that maybe we need to tap into a few more than we are. Maybe if you're only, you know, doing a couple of these, maybe do a couple more. But number seven uh, is builds off number six, and that is co-ops. Now, this year, I, I'm just being transparent that I'm very concerned for education because so many of us are doing the virtual online stuff. I know that some are doing it really well, but I know a lot are not. Here's the key. We cannot try to do school alone under the virtual setting and just hope everything's going to work. When you talk to successful high school, homeschool parents, you find that they spend a lot of their time driving, trying to get their students to these co-op groups where, you know, maybe that expert in chemistry is able to teach a group or, you know, the, the resources that they need. And what happens to a lot is we get, you know, this idea that, oh, we're just going to be fine. We're going to sit behind the computer and we're just going to figure it out and everything's going to work out. And then what you do is you talk to people and they say, well, we just can't, you know, uh, she can't do that. Well, she just can't do that math or, you know, we, yeah, we listen, that's not, that's not going to work. You can't just say, well, I, I just can't do it. If you want effective learning, you're going to need people and resources. And so co-oping whether that's a, a group that meets or what, the, that's necessary a lot of times in order to be successful. And so we've got to find those resources. Now, here in Oklahoma, we have the largest high school in Oklahoma is now the virtual school um, through Epic. And I know we have a lot of Epic teachers that listen to the podcast, and I'm, I'm thankful for that. I do a lot of work with Epic, and uh, I appreciate all the shares that you guys do. You always share in the the podcast episodes and such. And, you know, for our Epic, our Epic teachers, uh, we discussed this quite a bit, but, you know, there's so many resources out there that is provided for students who possibly are struggling in a subject area. I mean, you can schedule tutoring sessions. You can, uh, you know, there's so much you can do, but a lot of, a lot of parents will just say, oh, well, you know, she, she just really struggles with that and she can't do that. Or he just, yeah, no, he, he can't really, um, you know, do that math. And so, you know, the teacher comes whenever, but yeah, look, that's not, that's not good enough because what we got to do is use the resources that are being provided and get the help that's needed. And so if we want to be successful, we've got to lean on those resources. We've got to partner with, whether that's through other students, other parents, but co-oping, finding those groups 
that can have a common purpose and a focused purpose is incredibly beneficial. And so that's one of my big concerns this year. Uh, I'm begging you, if you're going the virtual route, you know, I've seen some of this where a lot of the schools are giving options saying, okay, you can come to school, you can go virtual, or, you know, you can do the partial. Look, if you're choosing the virtual route, and that's fine, make sure you are intentional and you don't just accept, well, I just, I just kind of, I don't know how to do that. It'll be okay. You, you can't do that because there will be consequences of that. And I want you to, to surround yourself with people and parents, surround yourself with parents, ask questions, work together. And if you need to combine some resources for some extra tutoring, extra help, extra whatever, do that. Get together and, you know, lean on, you know, lean on that one parent that's, you know, really great in that area um, and, and try to help each other with those, those homework assignments. And look, uh, you know, I, I know if you're like me, when my kids were in this, I mean, I was hesitant. I didn't want to reach out to the teachers all the time. I'm like, they've got a million kids and they're working their tails off. And I looked at all the things my kids' teachers did when we went virtual this spring and I could not believe the hours they spent. Look, when you get into the upper level classes and you're, you know, taking the physics and you're taking the, uh, you know, trig, you're gonna have to talk to the teachers. You got to work. And if, if you know, that's becoming a strain, and I understand that because, Math's hard for some people. Use the resources, co-op, talk to each other, get with other parents, get with other students. You guys have your own Zoom meetings, your own Google Hangouts, whatever, and work on that together. Uh, definitely use those groups as mentors and influencers. Man, I hope you guys do a great job of engaging other parents, taking initiative, and trying to see ways that you can help your peers get through this difficult time. You know, again, it's it's so easy to just, you know, gripe about it, uh, complain. About it. But look, I mean, there, you know, it's it's the hand we've been dealt. And so let's go and let's, let's knock this thing out. And uh, if we can get through this, there's great, great adventures on the horizon. So don't get discouraged, keep going. It's going to be okay. I've talked about, uh, over the last, I don't know, probably last few months of these episodes, I've mentioned that this was coming and I'm going to address, uh, number eight here is the coaching mastermind groups that I'm starting. Now I want to say right up front that the purpose of the mastermind groups is not to replace any one of the seven I just mentioned. I would never want someone to say, well, I'm going to get in Chad's mastermind group with some other parents. And so I don't need to talk to my teachers about this stuff anymore. I don't need to use my high school counselor. And so I'm going to introduce to you now some of the, uh, uh, the way that our mastermind groups will work. And I, I do need to just say, as I've said in the past, these are limited. I only have so much time and I'm going to offer quite a bit with, uh, with these groups. So if you're a member of these mastermind groups, uh, it's going to take a lot of my time to help you in this process and to help mentor you and partner with all these others that I've previously mentioned. And so uh, they are limited. There's only going to be 10 spaces available for uh, parents of high school seniors, 10 spaces available for parents of high school juniors, and then there'll be a third mastermind group for parents of freshmen and sophomores 
Okay, what I want to do now is quickly go through and give you the benefits that are included in the mastermind groups. So I'm just going to hit the highlights of these pretty quickly. So here we go. Uh, as a member of the mastermind groups, each month uh, you will have a one-hour group video call. Uh, that will be with me and the fellow masterminds in your group, whether that's seniors, juniors, or the freshman, sophomore group. And in that call, you're going to be encouraged. You're going to be challenged by me and the fellow masterminds. We'll discuss your challenges that you're facing that month, your opportunities, the blockers, and your goals. And uh, we'll collaborate with the other masterminds. And you'll be able to ask me questions about anything you want. I'll be able to answer ACT questions, scholarship questions, college visits, resumes, interviews, you name it. I'll be able to answer those and the masterminds will be able to contribute to that as well. Next, each semester, we are going to do a one-hour video call with an individual call for each family with the parents and the student. So it'll be a personal video call. Um, we're going to do uh, at least one of those a semester. I'm committing to one each semester. And so you and your senior, junior, whatever, um, you'll join me and we'll discuss your situation. And I'll, in that call, I'm going to want to know, we're going to talk a lot of details about, okay, um, tell me about the ACT you just took. Tell me about what your challenges were. Tell me about where you're weak. And we're going to, I don't want to say it's going to be like personal tutoring session, but we're going to do a little bit of that on that call as well, because I want to make sure that you've got a plan to get whatever you need fixed to get that ACT where it needs to be. And I'm going to be talking a lot with you specifically about, uh, tell me about the project you're working on and, and what, we're, how, you know, what we're doing on that resume. We're going to make that look great. And you know, what interview you got coming up and what, what scholarship you're applying for next week. And we're, we're going to talk about all that. The next benefit of being a member of the group, I'll have you submit one of your scholarship applications or your resume to me before you submit it to the organization. And I'm going to personally review that. And then I'm going to give you a lot of feedback. I've done a lot of work on this. I've been on a lot of committees. I was director of scholarship committees at the university level, local levels. I've worked in corporate recruiting. I've advised scholarship graders. And so what we'll do is I'm going to analyze one of your scholarship apps or your resume and I'm going to help you on what you're putting on there. And we'll, we'll do everything. We're going to optimize the wording on your leadership and community service projects. And we're going to prioritize what you have on there. And we're even going to discuss should you or should you not have it on there. So I'm going to do one of those for each. You're going to have direct access to me and the other masterminds through the Discord messaging group. So this will be an app on your phone or your computer. And you'll have access to live messaging. And it'll be uh, a way that we can interact with each other. You'll be able to ask questions. Um, I will be checking those daily and answering questions on there as well. But it'll be a, a great way for us to build community with the other masterminds. You'll be able to ask questions on dedicated channels, including scholarships, ACT tests, college visits, and more, as well as your own personal hot seat channel, where you will be able to post about your situation, your monthly goals, questions, updates, and all the masterminds can contribute with the answers along with me. It is $100 a month. You can opt out at any time. And so you can stay on as many months as you want. And I hope you do. I hope you stay on a year with me and uh, I can go through an entire year journey with you, mentor you, partner with all those other groups. And so, uh, and I know for some, that's quite a bit of money. I understand that. And uh, I hope also you'll understand that it's going to be a lot of time on my part and 
with my family and my travel schedule. Uh, you know, there's got to be a balance there. So you can go on my website, chadcargill.com. You'll see the button for Academy and click on that, or you can just go directly to academy.chadcargill.com. And in the coaching section, you'll find the mastermind group. So just uh, register there. And that is, uh, it'll have the, all the information for you. The frequently asked questions will answer some of that. And then the benefits are outlined as well. And then once you sign on, uh, you'll get information from me shortly after, and that'll tell you how to add the messaging group. And then we'll start scheduling calls and uh, we'll get after it. Uh, I want to make sure that I'm getting you as much help as possible as soon as possible. And so uh, I'm excited to start working with you uh, immediately and get you uh, engaged with the other masterminds. And once again, when those are full, though enrollment for those will close and each group is limited to 10. If they do close, you can always get on the waiting list. And if a spot opens, you will be able to be added. Now, I know the end of this episode was a lot about my mastermind groups and I know that's, you know, that's not for everybody. Hopefully uh, that will not be too big a burden for some. And, uh, and look, even if you can't afford the mastermind groups, I'm still thrilled to try to help you. And you can always email me questions, chat at chadcargo.com, and I'll try to answer those. And you can get on the Chad Cargo Workshops Facebook page and post questions there. If you have ideas for episodes, you can always email those as well or message me about that. And I may do a whole episode on your question and I'll have all this information in the show notes. You'll find that. And uh, again, you can go uh, to academy.chadcargo.com on the website. Well, next week, I've got a great episode, man. We've already recorded this. And we're going to be talking about that first group that I mentioned on the mentorship. The first thing I said was your high school counselors. And so next week, I've got two dynamic ladies coming on and uh man shanda gibson and emily ashley from tulsa union high school in oklahoma they are the college and career counselors there and oh my gosh we had the time of our lives recording that episode and uh it was so much fun and uh Man, they've got so much great information too they're going to share with you. And I cannot wait for you to hear some of the things that they do to mentor their students and parents. I think you'll get a lot of great ideas. So whatever you do, man, do not miss next week's episode. It's going to be fantastic. You know, I've been doing this six months now. I think last week hit the six-month mark. And so uh, today's episode officially starts season two of this podcast with the new school year. Uh, students going back this week. So I thought we would officially start season two and I've got a lot of episodes specked out, but man, next week is just a great one. So I'm excited for you to be along and listen. I, I think you'll really get a lot of information uh, out of that episode. Well, all right. Now I hope you have a great week and listen now, if you're starting school, go kill it. Be purposeful, be intentional, go kill it. I will talk to you soon.